Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Freaking Young People. Yes. Yeah, well, like, you had a great start, our first episode, or you liked it. Yeah. yeah Wait, a lot what, of people what? liked it. Yeah. We actually got a lot of attention. Yeah. Uh, one thing I got to say to when I listened to it to make sure it was all good was uh, I noticed I say the word like a lot. <laughs> and, and it's not just like a normal like. It's the like that like an annoying little like bratty whatever. teenager would say. Yeah. And it just sounds so disgusting. Herto would say it. And I was listening to it again and again and again. I think I finally realized like, wow, like. I don't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why, man. That's it just sounds why. so like young and not masculine whatsoever. And I finally figured it out. So I think going forward on this podcast and life in general, I try to stay mm-hmm. like a lot less. Yeah, that's a life goal you should always keep by, Jared. It should. It's a yeah. life goal. That's a life goal. Obama doesn't say like. You know, um, uh, when I was a kid, I used to say simply put a lot. <laughs> And made me sound like a geek, so I don't say that anymore. So. Yeah, I used to say P.S. a lot. P.S. Too. Yeah, like you used to say P.S. Yeah, yeah, like when you say how you like say a P.S. like that. <laughs> okay, like I'll say something, and then rather saying oh by the way or like P.S. Duh, 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 duh. and Man. I'll say I'll say P.S. like eighty times. I would have punched you in the face if I should have. Should have. <laughs> yeah. Well, one one thing I want to start get into is uh, last time, last time we did not talk a lot about coronavirus. Yeah, we did. That's like because that it's, it's so much funny to talk about. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the memes. I remember in <laughs> January how you know this was a meme for me. It was so funny in January because I wasn't scared. It wasn't affecting my life. Yeah. I had no interaction with Corona whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't and find then, that funny either. And then. Now it's scary as fuck. It's, <laughs> it's so funny because I'm it, terrified. It's, it's so funny, but I could die. <laughs> we could all die. We could all die. Like for real. Like tomorrow. Like some mutation yeah. could happen, and young people could be the first thing on the dinner menu. You know. I know. Very I... scary. You know the coronavirus right now is low key a boomer remover. <laughs> you know all those Karens yeah. that you know scream at you for doing your job and. Don't know how to park or, you know... Problem solved. Complain to the police that your dog yeah. is barking too much. Because... They're going to be gone. Because one opinion I have, okay, is they say the average human lifespan is like 72, 76, right? The human body no, is not, not supposed to live It's like not that. supposed to live that long. We're only living that long because we have medicine Technology. and healthcare and better access to those things and so hey people have to live a lot longer like oh like your your liver is failing just get a new one yeah okay yeah and so we see these old people where like their bodies shutting down rapidly and stuff. slowly because your body's like oh my god what do i do now like i'm not supposed to be alive <laughs> i can't reproduce i can't run i can't cook yeah like the only other like, you know how every other mammal like lives way way less than yeah. us like dogs only for eight years and even or most only 20 30 yeah. Okay, because once like they fuck and raise their kid, it's like you're you're done. Yeah, you're okay. Done. Yeah. Okay, the only mammals that or animals that live to a long age are turtles and whales. And know what they do when they reach their nineties? They fucking nothing. Nothing. They move so slowly, and they don't need to move fast at all. No, they and so don't. they're fine. It's like yeah, yeah. When a tortoise is like eighty, they're like, oh, I'm still young. I still got some years. You know? Yeah. You remember that story about the tortoise that? 
single-handedly saved his race. Yeah. Because like fucking anything. Because it's designed. everything. A tortoise is supposed to live to like their 90s. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So. Supposed to even re- reproduce until their hundreds or something so, like so that. I, so I think maybe this whole chrono thing started when God was like, like man, humanity is sorry to cheat death, you know? We can't have that. Right, we can't <laughs> have that. Like, they go, like, humans are going to be able to live to like 100, 130 normally and I can't have that happen. I gotta stop this. <laughs> so he invents Corona, but then he's like, "Oh, it'd be too obvious if I just kill old people." You know what? Fuck the kids with asthma too. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, what really fucks me up. What? You remember that the news story on on Britain? Yeah. How the five G, uh, you know, towers were burned down by angry mobs. <laughs> That's so yeah. stupid. Like some YouTuber was like coronavirus gets you know sent to your brain through you know 5g waves and then they burned it down i know bro these people the british people owned the fucking world at one point in the For history real? how did they do that i don't know so stupid. So stupid. I, I think it's good to hear since i know that us americans are not the only stupid people during this <laughs> pandemic yeah okay yeah. and also We're talking to all you toilet hoarders you're you're having hand sanitizer is not going to help you people who wear like like a bubble yeah they go out just stop yeah. just stop kill yourself please you're just, <laughs> yeah you're not helping yeah like like using when these tragedies happen it's supposed to feel like brings people together, you know? That this is... I feel the exact opposite. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I work at a grocery store, and every time I see a person that's, like, way too prepared for this shit, like, it's, like, you know, like, Ebola times 10. I'm like, yeah. fuck you, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's fuck you. And the other thing, like, this this is going to seriously change our society it is. forever. Even yeah. when it's all over, you're going to start seeing people... Wearing face masks and gloves 24-7 for, God, like, years after this. I know. Okay? I know. And so, but, like, I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Okay? Because so, there's nothing to be scared of So that badly. Um, you guys are going to have to do a favor for us. If you see anybody in a year or six months wearing a Not mask Not right now, gloves, but, like, a year from now, still uh, wearing yeah, a mask yeah. and gloves. Beat them up. Yeah. Your job <laughs> is to bully the shit out of that person. Until they take off their fucking gloves. Yes. Because there's nothing to worry about. Yet. Like, just say something, like, really rude. Yeah. Like, they'd be like, like, why are you wearing that mask? Did you not brush your teeth or something? Oh, you're, like, you're wearing the mask because you're ugly. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you'll yeah. be on Tinder profiles and the chick's wearing the mask in every photo. That's... Like, that's not helpful. That, that's catfishing, dog. That's, yeah. Like, that's should be arrested. It could be a guy under there. Yeah. Could be a guy under there. Fucking traps today. Traps. <laughs> 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 it's fucking traps. Yeah. So... It's very think, scary because, you know, in Japan yeah. and like Japan and Korea, you know, those Asian countries, they're very convincing. <laughs> they're very convincing. I don't, I was, I was just saying, they're very they're convincing. Like, kind of like password. They're going to be makeup tutorials on like more on the eyes. Yeah, more it's than very like, weird. It's very like, weird. Like, like, How to spice up your eyebrows. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, for, what the best, like, do we fashion face mask, you know? For be real. Like, be like gold ones for like rich people. All the weebs will finally rise up. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I know! Like, like, dude, that's one thing I do so funny about weebs is that in Asian culture, like, wearing They're a mask. They're always fucking sick. So. <laughs> <laughs> wearing a mask is a normal thing. Yeah. And the, the reason behind it. It's because of like SARS and, and they're really scared. Stuff like it's, that. it's not funny, okay? but these weird and so people it's not a cultural cool coach thing. They're no. just scared as fuck. Yeah, they and could so, seriously die. And so when it's like like two years ago when I see 
somewhere in masks it's like like one of those like but those cute asian style ones yeah you gotta be, I, like, you just gotta be like why it's like oh it's cultural i was like no people wear those over there because they're scared of getting sick <laughs> shut the fuck up karen okay. god jesus you know kids nowadays they need bullying yes like bullying is a necessity we didn't bring that like bullying. Bu- like right now bullying is needed because I, I'm not talking about physical bullying. I'm talking about... Yo, stop it. That's weird. <laughs> there's some yeah. weird-ass kids. It, I, I I like to call it social Darwinism for kids. For real. Know? Because here's the thing. If you're a weird-ass kid, you get bullied, you might deserve it. I'm not... Probably, it, yeah. you, you progress in your life. You know, you change. Yeah. But if you don't, if you're not strong enough to take the bullying as critical uh, criticism, you fucking kill yourself. And that's social Darwinism yeah. right there. You know, this weak, just <laughs> can't, can't take, can't take the heat. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, God, what was I going to say about bullying? Like, like, first of all, I got to say. I always talk about bullying. We don't talk about physical bullying. Yeah, yeah. Or just saying something rude for no good reason. Like, oh, your dad's dead? <laughs> that, that's not a good oh, time. your mom died? <laughs> I'm talking about, like, about, like, you're, like, 15 and you're still wearing, like, a John Cena backpack to school. Yeah, you should That's when you get some, some, like, good ripping. Yeah. Like, one thing that we used to say a lot for the anti-bullying campaign is that, oh, bullies just bully because they feel insecure about themselves and you're trying to... To hide their insecurity, making you feel more insecure. Yeah. I gotta say, what bullshit. Yes. Okay. Like, <laughs> if that person has the confidence to just loudly say that you're dumb and what you're doing looks weird, he's probably honestly more confident than you are. Probably. Okay? Because, for example, as an example, if I said, huh, like, you you can't play trumpet. I can play trumpet better than you. That's not good bullying because you can easily be like, yeah, I can. And go, dum da dum da dum You know, I, I played, I, I was in marching band. In so, okay, but if I say some shit like, you got like erectile dysfunction, you can, if you're like, oh, no, no I, no, I don't. Which I don't. Okay. I don't. Okay. To all you ladies out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, still packing uh, for oh, oh. 50 years. Like, that's a good type of bullying, because you can't, it's hard to prove that you don't have it, you know? You gotta be like, yeah, I do, you gotta rip your pants down, and like, shake yeah, one out. I don't have and, a... and then if you do that, you'll be like, oh, you're gay. And then it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, are you gay? No. Does your like, mom know? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be clever about it. You gotta be clever about it. And to all you bullies out there. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for keeping okay. this society like you sh- on its you don't, toes. You don't have to say sorry. You know, okay. <laughs> I like it when like they'll say like they'll say the kids are being bullied. Like, don't worry about it. At the high school reunion, you'll come in with like your fucking Lamborghini and you shit, know, like fifty dollar bills or something <laughs> like, like, like that. Honestly, dude, is that like if you're like a weird, awkward kid that's not good at talking to people, and then the confident one that's like has a lot of charisma, you gotta be honest. It's not gonna change. It's this <laughs> kid with better charisma and talking skills. Probably become more successful. Probably. Okay. <laughs> See, the thing is, when if you want to... In these times, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, make progress. Because if you have a job, that's that's all you're doing. Yeah. And you're not hanging out with friends or anything. You're not, 
going to special events, so, which is why yeah. you should go on a quest and see all the porn. Just get it all over this. Just get it all over. <laughs> okay, if just... that's on your bucket list, guys, <laughs> go for it. Uh, whatever rocks your boat. But you know, I measure life in progress. You know, like right now, you're not gonna make that much progress. You might get a girlfriend, or you might, you know, get a promotion, but. You know, yeah. right now you have to be actually like searching for it because, you know, like regularly progress just happens, you know, yeah, like, things are open, things are running and you are a small cog in that machine. Yeah, you, you, know? you gotta like be a little more creative and you also have to push yourself now. Like, honestly, I had a thought of like, cause when this thing first started, I just got really lazy <laughs> for like a good two or three weeks. Yeah, I did almost... Way. Gained some weight, played like a lot of video games. GTA did, 5. Yeah, GTA 5. You know, just freaking young people, I guess. Like, yeah, like being like a trash young person, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I realized that like, man, maybe I'm only productive because like it's a constant push and fear of society. And <laughs> but now that society is on its last leg, and we don't so have any You gotta pressure. be like, am I hardworking because I want and, to? Because I want to? Or am I or hardworking because I'm just because forced to or pressure? So I had to like change my mindset and be like, no, I gotta be actually working on my own because and push myself because I want it, not just be like, Ugh, like I don't want to work yeah, at McDonald's. That's, that's all high school is is just getting better at stuff, you know. Yeah, I remember I was in middle school and uh, I used to go to church. Well, I still want to. I'm Christian, but you know, I used to go to church like every Sunday. And there uh-huh. was this guy, he was like way older than me. And he said to me, in high school, you figure out who you're going to be for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. when you get out of that high school building, even if you change dramatically, you're going to keep a small, you know, bit of who you were in senior year. Yeah. So that's all just, you know, getting to learn who you are and right. how you're going to act, you know? So, like, when I was, like, in freshman year, I was, like, I don't know, kind of of a weird kid. For real. You know? Like, I liked... What did I like back then? I don't even remember it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You definitely were super into comics. Yeah, I had comics. Uh, uh, still, like, you played uh, Nintendo DS games. I uh, still do. I'm a Nintendo yeah. boy. Like, yeah. guilty as charged. And also what we're saying is that just because you like comics or intimidities doesn't mean Sean might get bullied. No. It's kind of weird how you express it and think about it. Because if, if you're like obsessively talking about it every yeah. day and you're all your clothes. Like this defines who I am. Then no. You're a loser. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. It's kind of loser. You don't know who you are yet. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah. Like, like I had the same thing. It's a hobby. Not a lifestyle. Yeah. And so you just be like, yo, dude, I love Zelda. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, awesome. That, that's cool, I, I love Zelda too. Yeah. Yeah. I love Zelda too. You just wear a Zelda backpack. Yeah, yeah, and like and talk about like the the the, the ocarinas all the yeah, time. Yeah, you should like, probably probably stop living. You know, <laughs> stop living. Stop just, living like that. Don't stop. kill yourself. Just <laughs> stay positive, kids. Yeah. Um. Um. So. Yeah, like like my like I definitely got some bullying myself. I don't feel bad. About it. I feel I've, like I've I heard progress, about it. progress in life. Like, like my whole big story is uh, like I went to like a private school from like first to seventh grade. And yeah. first thought I was like, oh, we went to private school, but that's so easy and so great. I would disagree. 
You did? Because the private school I went to was really small. Like, really small. Like, there was probably, like, five kids. Like, five boys one year in my whole grade. And, like, 11 girls. And so, when you're, like, the weird... Because I was honestly was a weird kid. Okay? And I wasn't super weird, really. But I say, when you're in a class with a bunch of normal kids. And you're just a somewhat weird one. You're, like, considered, like, the freak. Yeah. The freak know? of the group. Okay. And I was considered the freak. And a lot of people, like... Teased me, bullied, like bullied me. And the way private school kids do it is, it's honestly not as brutal as public school bullies, but they're more like the nice to your face, pretend to be your friend you and know, all. Just fake white people. Yeah, like know. yeah, you know, fake white people. But then they'll never like actually be your friend. Yeah. And so, and I went to public school, and honestly, the bullying there was really heavy because I was like, because they Pokemon. know more cuss words. Yeah, they know more cuss words. At first, I was butthurt about, like, but I was like, fuck, dude, like, I gotta grow up a little bit. Yeah, you gotta take this like a man. So, it's a bullying kind of helps you normalize. It kind of, like, makes you more self-aware, I'll say. Like, you gotta be like, you know, maybe my, uh, saying, the way I say crap is, like, doesn't make any sense and stuff. Is everyone nice to you? How do you know, like, what's wrong? I know there's gonna be some people that are like, oh, I'm quirky and... Yeah, you're talking shit, and you're a bad person, but I'm spitting facts, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I always say, it's not bullying. It's, what you say is true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if you do in the fucking lunchroom. You should probably stop. Yeah. That's or, not normal. Or you just cool to, like, Fortnite dance. Yeah. If okay. it, it's not cool to Fortnite dance. Or, or if you say, like, a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're never going to get my parents do it. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever told my parents if I say like they're like they Jared. just they just interrupt me go like 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 like, like, like. I was like shut up dad Jared's <laughs> never gonna give us grandchildren <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> on the subject of you know fucking getting chicks there's this book called uh, Diary of an Auction Thief. Oh, God. Are you really bringing that. that up right now? We should talk about oh, God. this. Okay, fuck. You know, okay. So, so okay, so... You, you, should, you should describe I, it. Yeah, because I... When, so, my favorite book... It's, called it's Diary. not my favorite book. It's not my favorite book. Okay. I'm just saying right now. It's called Diary of Auction Thief, written by Anonymous. Yeah, because they're... It's so <laughs> fucked up. Okay. I really like about this book. It's... Uh, that it has a story that's so wrong and so dark and so different that no one could ever possibly adapt it to a movie or TV show. Because it's so controversial. Yeah. And so it kind of tells a raw story that's unfiltered. Like the and first so, line, I'm going to say the first line, guys. Yeah. And, you know, these are not my words. I don't, I don't believe in this book. You know, this is not. Yeah. But the first line is, I like, I liked Hurting girls. Emotionally. <laughs> emotionally. Not, not physically. He does talk emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah. And like, like the main, like, like literally, also the main character does in the book. is just hurt girls. Is, is, yeah, hurt girls really wrong. And you're like, God, this is so messed up. But, but writes in a way of like, oh, like he's not like an obvious antagonist. And so, it's like a, just an interesting perspective of like, what is it like to be the bad guy? Or yeah. a really bad person? What is it like to live with that? That guilt or that that weight, I guess. Like weight, if you can call it weight. But you know, it's, at the end of the day, the person's bad and wrong, and so. But it tells like a story that you just 
that people don't want to hear, but someone people should hear, as it just gives a perspective that you never see. Yeah. And so... See, I, in, in this society, we've gotten really sensitive. You yeah. know, almost like snowflakes. Yeah. You know, the... Do you remember Tropic Thunder? Yeah, bro. That was Fuck the I last movie. movie where I saw somebody use blackface and somebody... Yeah, I love blackface. I just see it like it's here. <laughs> I don't like blackface. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. It's a joke. Okay. This podcast, Take I, It Again, I feel like, as, like, when people complain about the old days and stuff, I feel like blackface is one of those things that, like... We're really bad. That was really bad, and we don't really need to miss at yeah, all. We don't. Like, we man, don't society know. sucks so much. I can't have blackface in my movies. Like, ugh. Like... And oh, then, like, I think it was the last time in a film that, you know, the perfect, like, they used retard, the word retard. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> they did. They did. It's like my favorite word. Never right? go retard. <laughs> Never go full retard. Yeah. And so, I don't think it's some edgy... I see some edgy comedies today. But yeah, like, it's definitely one of those movies that maybe watch you see how much society has changed in the past, like, yeah. 10 years. Do you remember uh, the year of 2016 where everybody was introduced to something called politics? Because <laughs> I all their moms the worst and dads school, were saying... The worst year of school you'll have is, like, an election year. Yeah, because, okay? dude, all our moms and dads and us were worried about Trump or Hillary. And it was a big fucking deal. Yeah. You remember? It was... I remember one day, it was, I think... We live in Texas, right? Yeah. So, it was country day. And all the liberals didn't dress up and all the republicans did and it was very tense that day because <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that day i remember that day because i wasn't wearing anything and country boys were like hey who do you support i'm like oh, i don't have a, you know I, I, I just want to wear my fucking hat dog <laughs> you, please man just chill out like another thing too is that like hey listen you're a high scorer listening to this and you're like definitely feeling political right now because they're in election year. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. You don't. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> you can't even vote yet. Shut up. You can't, exactly. Let the grown ups like, do like, this. <laughs> honestly, like, because okay, God, be selfish. First of all, God, God, look at your opinions. Be like, which of these am I just saying because my parents believe it, or I read it on somewhere online? Yeah. Okay? Or meme. You gotta yeah. figure out like your own beliefs. You know, because you're just reading off like, like. The some article or some YouTuber or whatever. Yeah, then it's you, you have, have to do to... research. You have to know where you stand. Yeah, because when I like where you really stand. When I was younger, I would just spew you know toxic Republican shit. Yeah, but now I'm like, well, what's the middle? The middle? Yeah, you're, you're more a uh, centrist leaning Republican. Yeah, like I like some of the policies, and, and I like was honestly pretty liberal freshman like sophomore year yeah but college changed okay. that but college honestly i feel a lot more conservative republican now like i made a joke Not like, like republican. joke like the first two weeks in that like i turned like 30 percent more republican because and that was because all these liberal kids just yeah these the liberal kids like before i never met people like that so you see them online i thought like oh like there's just like a few like crazy radical people and they just say crazy things so they go viral on the internet. There's really not that many. There's actually... Okay, but when I went there, like, my God, they're everywhere. And when you really actually see them talk, you're like, no. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> to all you commies out there, 
I don't feel bad for you. Just go away. <laughs> Just, yeah. Bernie is not going to win, okay? Yeah, he chopped out. Yeah. And he endorsed Biden. He literally just did the exact same thing twice. A pussy ass nigga. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't actually really hate Bernie that much. Like that commie son of a bitch doesn't even okay, you know, I, donate to I, charities. Like, here's I don't agree with with Bernie's policies, but I like him as a person. You know? Yeah, he's a good person. Like, but I just like how he says what he really believes. Yeah, Escobar was a good person, but he killed a fuck ton of people. So. Just saying. <laughs> I, I think killing people is kind of one of those things, but it's like, you know, like, yeah, I like to give flowers to the elderly on the weekends, but like, you know. I got every... have my blood. <laughs> I got... make you like a good person. There's no good in court. Yeah. Like, all the old ladies come, look, look at my flowers, though. You'd be like, ah, but like, you killed my brother, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, this what works. You know, what was a serial killer that really interested you when you were a kid honestly i actually don't read like a whole lot about serial killers you know i i did i do know a lot about the manson murders those are probably my favorite manson murders has a weird yeah because manson was on lsd dog it's like interesting bro do you remember do you remember him dancing yeah he danced in court (laughs) i was like (laughs) okay man we got the actual thing on recording you know yeah that surprises me so much. Yeah. Because technology has come so far. Just imagine if we had recordings of Abraham Lincoln talking. Just just the audio. You know? Yeah. How significant that would be. What's the oldest recording we have? Uh, like think, the 1890s like, or something like that? It was like a light. Uh, who, who invented the telegram? Again. Was it? Tom Edison? Nicholas Edison. But I honestly could be really wrong, so I probably sound really dumb right now. Yeah, just, so. just, again, so just Google this, it yourself. Take like, this. <laughs> Google we're, it yourself. You, like, like, how do you know about podcasts is, if you say anything, like, you know, informative, just be like, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, because we're probably wrong. And because when I, like, when I said before, like, high schooler, shut the fuck up. Like, I agree. I should probably, you should not take my political beliefs, like, seriously, whatsoever. Because no. I guarantee... Five years from now, the goal is shift again. Yeah. I don't know how. I might become even more right, more left, or just, like, stop caring. Yeah. You know? Just anarchy, man. Death to America. Yeah, I think anarchy is the best. Because, like, <laughs> if it was anarchy, we could, like, you know, not be in quarantine and stuff. And restart anew, you know? <laughs> Kill the government. <laughs> you know, Congress approval rate is, like, at 9%, right? Yeah, a lot of people are not happy with government And guess right what? Now. Who was it? It was like some Italian governor. And his approval rate was 13. And they yeah. dragged him out on the streets and they killed him. So yeah. should we... Is that a sign? Should we do that to our, our government? I don't know. Now, like, here's what I think I really frustrated about the government. As I think, for the past couple of years, they, a lot of people seriously only cared about um, lobbying, money, profits, uh getting their way because they're really inside inside deals and stuff and kind of forgot the actual like governing part of government and so now they've entered like a real crisis these politicians seriously don't know what to do because literally their whole political career has just been like how can i help my friends how can i get my make more money how can i get reelected and stuff we should have more and then like the government actually has to do something and they're like um fucking i don't know i don't know man you know it's a real problem nowadays because all the government is just old people. 
Yeah. Like, there's some younger people, but we need more younger people that understand these problems today, you yeah. know? But that's one thing that, that sucks about politics is it seriously takes decades to, to like a Congress to representative. like get a big enough like career and track record to get like a big position, even just senator or especially president. As like you gotta go to college and then you gotta work some low level political job and you gotta do job. experience of years and then you can run for it. And the first time, first time people run for election is when they're like forty. Yeah. And then they and then they there's no guarantee you're gonna win like yeah. there's no guarantee there's you no know guarantee. Biden how how much do you run he first time ran for president was like an eighty six and he didn't win and he didn't win at all yeah and has he has and, he ran and, and now I literally took him like more than thirty years to get enough like popularity and know how to actually have a chance to win yeah so to even become vice yeah. president like like I want young get some younger people in Congress and government yeah. but. It's, it's really, really hard because not a lot of people are going to be like, hey, guys, I'm 26 and I should be representative of your district. People are going to be like, no, no, shut up, bitch. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Go back to playing, I don't know, your your console. <laughs> yeah. Like, Go back to playing. Most 26 your... year olds are still like single. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Can't even land a, land a girl to. Yeah. Even... Like, they only, so you don't talk to girls yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's very sad. It's yeah. very sad. So. That's the other weird part. I don't know, pop, like it's like the system is designed to like it just moves so slowly, so it's hard when things need to get done fast. Can't happen fast, but we get things to go too fast, then we'll like start passing bills that like don't See, have a in good Mexico, plan. In Mexico, we have a little thing called corruption. So <laughs> problem solved. Uh, problem solved. If you want a decision made, yeah, you just gotta kill a bunch of people, and that's that's it. You know? Yeah. Um. You know, my, my parents live in, oh, well, my grandparents live in Nayadi, and uh-huh. they don't even vote because nothing that they vote on affects them because they're so out of nowhere. Yeah. That's, that's probably the best part. Yeah. Honestly. Well, they live in like a small, like small ass yeah. town. The only thing that's thankful is that we still have a lot of individual rights and yes. blockages that protect us from government getting in our shit. And that's probably the biggest reason I do lean more right is I definitely believe that really big government is bad. Yes. And I think the smaller government is, the better. Yeah. Because that's one biggest part of how like, people more liberal beliefs. At the same time, they blame government for all their problems. But then they're like, oh, government, please solve all my problems. I know. I know. Like, I think definitely should be regulations and some things should be public services and not private but i don't think like like you know how the government like you say the government should give like everyone like a some sort of welfare amount every single year or like tax the rich away from everything and give it to everyone else like imagine like when you're living on a ranch and and you make enough money to provide for your family you really don't need much else you don't want the government getting into your crap because that would just mess up how your whole system works yeah you know uh, the american culture making money is part of the american culture yeah if you don't do that you're a loser but in <laughs> other parts of the world like south america and mexico money's not that big of no, a deal. If, if you live and if you have everything you need you have a house you have running water you have uh I don't know the essentials of living, and you have a family. You're you're set. You can work on your ranch, and you don't have to make that much money. Yeah, 
and you'll be fine in the eyes of other people. But if you in America, you know, live that same way, there's some people that will seriously be like, wow, what a loser. You know? Yeah. I think because right now, for more than 100 years, America's been the world's biggest economy. Yeah. And that's because we have still have like very little taxes and very little regulation on business compared to other first world countries. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, we get that bigger business and stuff. And we need to have that one country that has more of a free business to help the economy keep going. As if every country is kind of restricted heavily by regulations so the economy won't go freely. So I kind of say is that, yeah, like Europe and other countries can have like the bigger, more socialist style governments. But it needs to be that one country. Do you remember when we went to Europe? Yeah, we went to Europe and it's pretty cool. It was. You Uh, remember? Okay. Let's talk about Europe. Um, Our our first stop was uh, Amsterdam. Yeah. And we tried the local flower. You know, if, you know what I mean? <laughs> the local herb. Like, like, how can you not? Yeah, how can you not? Like, I think I'll just go to the Anne Frank Museum. <laughs> oh, I think dust is in the air. Oh. It is kind of dusty in here. Or Corona. I think, it's, I think it's Anne Frank, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Her presence is here. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so... <laughs> We actually went to New York City. Yeah. For a day. Oh wow! First, we went to New York City for one day, like one day though. And it was beautiful. It, it was, was, but super crowded. It's dude. I was such in awe that there was just so many people on the street. They yeah. were just like, they were like rats, you know? Like they were, they were <laughs> so everywhere. people look like rats. Yeah, bro. So, I remember. Okay, we were in an Uber, going to our uh, hostel in in New York, and somebody just there was a fight on the sidewalk, and no one cared. <laughs> I remember there was this yeah, there was like this homeless guy and there was this buff guy and the buff guy had a skateboard and he literally picked it up and swung it so hard at the guy's head. I rem- on the sidewalk. I know. And no one cared. <laughs> that's literally what New York is right yeah, now, guys. Like the biggest thing that's about cities is everyone's in a tiny apartment, so their life happens in public. Yeah, okay? They're... And everyone sees it. So, you know, like... If you have a breakup on the sidewalk, everybody's like, oh, nice, world star. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, your breakup, your business deals, like, your conversations all happen in public. Yeah. You know? Like, surrounded by a lot of people. A lot of people. That's like, why I don't want to live in the city. Like, I would like to live in a city, but... I would like to try it out. Like, just for, just, like, a year and yeah, see what man. it's like. I'd love to live I, in New it's York. It's so hectic. It's so hectic. Not right now. Uh, I you know, prayers to New York right now. Yeah, um, the like, governor. You know, dude, like the pray, the plane tickets are probably really cheap yeah. there. I mean, probably the, the the retail, you know, market's probably really cheap too. Yeah, you know, homing. Oh, one joke I did recently was like in one of my Zoom live stream classes. I did like the virtual background, you know, and my professor saw it. It was like, oh, what's the background? And I had a picture of Wuhan, China. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I decided to finally take my trip to, to Wuhan, China, China. <laughs> to China. I want to go for China for years, and I decided to visit the culture center of Wuhan. <laughs> Tickets were really cheap for some reason. No one's here. No one's here. It's I don't know where everyone is. It's very quiet and peaceful, and it's great. I'm having a great time here. Yeah, I man, just. Culture, man. <laughs> culture, culture will and, kill you. I got some nasty. So. Some, some, some fucking idiot wanted to eat a bat, and now we're here forever. I'm just vibing. Yeah, life will be changed forever. You know, but 
back then when we went to New York, it was so lively. You know, like yeah. everybody was doing something. You know, yeah, everyone's doing something twenty four seven, and everybody had their own objective. So you see all these people walking around like they have a goal, and it's you know I live in a suburbia. You know, you don't really see that a lot. Yeah, you maybe if you, you go to really Houston, don't see anything maybe if you go to Houston, like just it was way more crowded than Houston. It was crazy. Yeah, for real. Like they say in New York City, we stand in the same spot for five minutes. As many as ten thousand people can walk by you. It's it was crazy. So yeah, I remember um, some homeless guy. You remember that sign? It was like, "I need money for weed." <laughs> and i gave him a five you know i'm yeah, not gonna lie a picture of him and everything yeah, it was it's a good thing it's a good thing i helped to help the brother out you know um then we went to pennsylvania yeah and, and it was actually really it, cool dude, we thought it was going eh. yeah, but we went to like the rocky steps it, talk about the rocky statue and how sad it was oh yeah okay probably the most dumbass tourist thing we saw the entire trip was the Rocky statue. It was right next to the okay. Rocky statue. The Rocky statue, a fictional boxer. Someone who's not real at all, except for the actor, yeah. St- Stallone. Okay, there's a line that, really goes, good. that goes it. around like two blocks just to get a picture of a statue of him. Yeah. And, and some people didn't even know him. Didn't even know who Rocky was. And so many people, I bet, thought he was real. Like famous yeah. boxer Rocky. Oh, wow. It's yeah. Rocky. And so it's these like, people were not even old enough yeah. to like... Yeah, I, I don't tell you it's dumb that, oh, they're taking a picture of being a tourist. Okay, I'm saying it's dumb that they're waiting in line just for a statue when it could just go on the steps and take a picture there with a way cooler background yeah, or anywhere else. There's like, there was no one on the steps compared yeah. to the people on the statue. There was like no one. There was a lot of people on the steps, but the steps are so big yeah. that like there wasn't really... It was it was so spacious, you know? I, I was like, thinking I like a lot of space. there was going to be a line for the steps, you know? But, yeah. You know, so, so, but also one really cool part is that it was a total accident where they stumbled upon the um, oh, prison. The, yeah, the East the, Penitentiary. Yeah, East Penitentiary, which I think is a really probably a great vacation spot. Yeah, as it is. It's like a prison, but they don't preserve it. At all. Al- almost at all. And you know, so it, looks, it was the first prison in America. I was like the first, like, I think mean, one of the first, like, mega prisons. Yeah, it you was, know? it was. And you learn a lot of interesting things. The philosophy things was you about had to the, have like silence. Yeah, like basically, reflect. On if you went to prison, needs. it was solitary confinement for your entire sentence. Yeah. So like, like now, like everyone is together in prison, and if you get punished in prison, you're left alone, away from everyone. Yeah, that's horrible. Okay, so, but here, your entire sentence. Also, sentences worked as eat. Literally, you serve two to three years or you're hanged. Okay, yeah. so most people had short sentences. Basically, you're put in a box away from everyone. You ate all your meals in your cell. It was this... Con- okay, so what was this? The, um, the whole prison was hallways. Yeah. And off those hallways were, you know, little concrete boxes, you know, not even... Like a small shed, you know, yeah. like a small shed. And there would be no windows and there would be these thick-ass walls, you know, concrete. And you would stay there all day. And yeah. even if you wanted to go outside, they would put bags over your head so you could do your business outside. Yeah. And the only contact you would get was, oh, here's your food. You know? Yeah. And when you talk to you, just slide it under your door. Yeah. They wouldn't even talk to you. Yeah. And you get 
so in trouble if you were like communicating with tapping or you were making noise, you'd get beat. Yeah. And so it's so crazy how like the idea of how prison works. And what's crazy is this the idea started. It was built during after the American Revolution or before the American Revolution? Way after. I think it was built during when Andrew Jackson was president. Damn. That long ago. So and it literally kept in service till like nineteen sixties. Well, it, it changed its policy, of course. But... Yeah, like later on, it turned to like a more modern prison. But I thought it was interesting how they just don't preserve it at all. Wasn't so it's Al pretty... Capone hold there? Al Capone was held there. Held there? Yeah, yeah, for for a while for his sentence. Yeah, he actually got a nice cell. Like they gave him like a butler and shit. Yeah, he, he had a see through door too. You know, yeah, like a barred door. But everybody else had like a metal, you know, yeah. green. Solid door. So, so if you ever go to Pennsylvania, you have to visit there. East Penitentiary is probably for the sure, coolest place for to sure, see. For sure. um, and then, and then from there, we finally got to fly to Europe. Yeah, and oh my god, the flight was hell. You know, it was just hell because the seats were so small, and they were honestly, they were, I actually liked the international. Yeah, flight. because you had you took up half the seats, dog. You laid down. I had to sit down. And try to relax. And I wasn't even high, okay? So <laughs> I had to be sober the entire ride. It yeah. was horrible. But the food actually not that bad. Comedians should talk how shit the, the airline food is. And I actually thought it was not that bad. I thought it was really bad. Okay. I, I think it was not that bad. I was like, it was like felt warmed and cooked, you know? I was worried to be like, yeah. here's some cold extra ass. pretzels <laughs> <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> like, you know? You know what? International flights, not a lot of people know this, but they give you free Free meals. Yeah, they, they pay for your meal. Yeah. So that's why it probably costs more tickets. Yeah. That's one thing to keep in mind. So ticket costs expensive. See if they give you like free breakfast or dinner. Yeah. And think of it like that. Like if I'm spending ten dollars for dinner every night and they give me dinner, then like that's basically oh, that's like, awesome. That's awesome. I remember it's chill. We went to uh when we got to Amsterdam, it Vegas. was it was surreal because yeah. we were on the other side of the fucking world. Yeah. We were. And I remember when we walked out it was like everything was like in a different language, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, I can't just be like, "Yo, mom, pick me up. I'm scared." You know, <laughs> I know. Like, and you're out there on your own. Oh, like your family or everyone you knew is on the other side of the planet. Yeah, and like asleep. If and something really like, bad happens, you have you have no. You know, I was really scared, but you know, our first day in Amsterdam. We got lost. We did. Like, honestly... So, in Amsterdam, they have a lot of uh, rental bikes. And biking is part of the culture over there in Europe. Yeah. Honestly, they have, like, established bike lanes. Yeah. Like, you you traveled by bike. Honestly. You didn't really have a car. No, you didn't. And um, I remember... I love biking. Okay? I love biking. So, I was going, like, hard, you know? I was, like, enjoying myself. You know, the views and everything. And Jerry, we got lost. Like, like literally, I, I went over a hill, and when you went up the hill, I was you're gone. fine. I and when gone. I went up it, you were gone. There was like three different turns. I was like, "Fuck!" And we could, and we haven't connected our phones to the international service yet. Yeah, so, so we, we were like, like, "Oh shit!" And okay, but before then, we we you know dropped off our shit, you know, at the hostel, you know, and we got one of the maps. That seriously saved my life. One of those maps? Yeah. They sa- I, saved I, my we, life. I think we, we were going around for like two hours. Yeah, now. because I was so scared. I was like, I'm going to be stuck in Amsterdam 
forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this and is so, my life Yeah, now. we finally found each other. You know, you know, when I was looking for you, a lot of people led me astray. You know, there was this one guy that led me outside the city. Oh, yeah, and you said I that. Like, I just said, oh, go, oh, just keep going that way. This is not the right way. And he was like, no, no, just come on. I'm like, nope. So I went that way. And you'd be surprised. Okay, so, you know, I speak Spanish because I'm Mexican. And some people don't speak English. Yeah. So instinctively, I would start speaking Spanish to them. And you would be surprised. So many people know Spanish in in Europe. Yeah. It, it's It's great because, you know... Some of these people have really good stories, and they can't speak English. Yeah, especially and whenever like, you start speaking Spanish, France. they're like, they start speaking so much to you. They start sharing so much. I remember there was old couple, you know, just sitting down smoking with Jay, and I was <laughs> like, uh, "Hey guys, can you tell me how to get to here?" And they're like, "Huh? What? Huh?" I was like, "Where am I in Spanish? Yeah. How do I get to this place in Spanish?" And they were like, oh, do you want to sit down? You want to, you want to smoke a little bit with us? And they were like 75. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I didn't because, you know, at the time I was scared because, you know, I was lost in I was city. like, I, I was like, oh, I could you know, get like attacked or kidnapped. I, I was I, like, I don't know what happens in America. I seriously so don't know where I am. So when yeah. we f- oh, the funny thing is when I got to the hostel, Jared got to the hospital at hostel at the same time. Yeah, we did. So it was, it was like this big ass, you know, the last, you know, lost in Europe, you know, the movie. <laughs> and at the end, like, the two best friends find each other. We're like, oh, shit. You know, like. I remember, like, you just were casually biking down looking for me. I was like, Gio. And you're like. Dude, this. Yeah. And then when you finally found each other. We were like. That was tough fun. So we went to this. What was this? What was the the coffee the coffee shops in Europe? I was like Vast Joe. Uh, yeah, Vast Joe, and yeah. uh, the coffee shops in Europe are the places where you where you buy. Or Amsterdam. Amsterdam, or, and, and Amsterdam is coffee shops. Yeah, the coffee shops in Amsterdam. You, that's where you get. Yeah, the we, local flower, you know. Yeah, and um, and Amsterdam, we it's pretty nice, bro. Yeah, it's very cheap, you know. It's it's like dude, you got pre-rolled joints for like seven dollars, and over here, if you want a pre-rolled joint, that's ten, twelve dollars. Yes, no, and so, plus tip for their, you know, rolling. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just literally just like buy like twenty, and it's like whatever, bro. It's whatever, bro. <laughs> you think you meant? And I, I remember, I, I wasn't eighteen yet. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we went. Two weeks before my birthday. Yeah. I would turn 18 when we were leaving Europe. Yeah. So, you know, I just played... The, you know, I grew out my facial hair a little. And I just played the cool guy. And, like... What's, what's I, you know, I'm, I know what I'm talking about giving my joints. You yeah, know? And like, they it, wouldn't it, say anything. And you're already coaching, bro. The guy, you know, like... I remember the guy uh, before us was like, Hey, uh, what can I get here? And I remember the guy that was selling was like, Can I see your ID? And yeah. he wasn't 18. He didn't know what he was talking about. Though. Like, what a bitch. Yeah, what a fucking noob. <laughs> yeah, I was 18, so I was cool. Yeah, I, I knew how to worry, too, I, so it was fine. Yeah. And you can seriously, dude, like, get high, like, in the street. Just yeah. smoke a joint in the street. It, it was fine. It was so amazing, because I remember the first time we smoked inside the store. And that was a big mistake, because we didn't see, you know, how beautiful yeah. it, the street was. Also, were. I got, like, like a tote tobacco mixed joint because because you just want to die there you know that was not good and it's 
not not a fan. Right. And so there was less weeds that they get very high. And I was coughing. I was like, <laughs> because he's a bitch. But yeah, and I never you know do a lot of tobacco, so I was like, oh fuck, uh, I'm getting dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, enough about tobacco. Um, so yeah, we'll get high Guinness high. over there. Oh yeah, Guinness in Europe. Okay, so we went to this bar in Amsterdam. And, you know, it was like this very dim lit bar and it was like red everywhere. Yeah. It was very classy. And we sat at the bar and I was like one Guinness. And you know, what did you order like that? I, I ordered Guinness too. Oh, you did? I mean, I ordered Sam's. Oh, no, that's fucking matter. You did a Heineken. <laughs> oh, the Heineken. Yo, oh, dude. my God. Dude, the Heineken. You know, okay, so uh, back to, you know, places like in Mexico, Pacifico and Corona. And Modelo is better than in the United States, right? Yeah. And everything that came from here that's in Mexico right now is better in the United States, right? Yeah. Guinness over here and Heineken and all those European beers taste so much Dude, better like, in Europe. Like the main difference is, more specific, yeah. is like it, it, Guinness takes actually tastes chocolatey. Yeah, and you have to wait for it to like settle. Like you have actually have it's to like work. super thick yeah, too. Yeah, super thick, and it actually like it just thick. tastes like like chocolate milk with I the right s- percent of alcohol. I'll describe it more like straight cocoa, as it's still not sweet. No, it's, it's not still, sweet. It's, it's like not. it's still beer. Yeah, but you taste the cocoa ness because they do put that when they get us to use it's like it's like a cocoa more based beer, and then the Heineken and Heineken, with, oh, it's the... it's probably so much energy. And Nicholas, like, one thing you notice that it'll keep bubbling forever. There's a, there's a, it doesn't matter how much you have in your glass. There's a steady stream of bubbles continuously. For hours. It just bubbles forever. For hours. I remember we had a glass of Heineken. We didn't even drink it for the first 20 minutes. And it still tasted amazing. Yeah. And so those definitely stood out. There's a bunch of others I tried too. Yeah. But those are I always remember. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Where did we go to? After? Well, I think we went to like another. Went to shop. someone I stood in Amsterdam was the Van Gogh Museum. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do you remember those Austrian Austrian guys? Oh yeah, we smoked with some Austrians, and they were so okay. So here's the funny thing: we live in Texas. Yeah, and to them, that's the only state they really know about because yeah. that's the that's a gun state, the pew pew state. Yeah. And, I remember I was getting offended because I was like, not everybody owns a gun in Texas. And they're like, do you own a gun? And I was like, like uh, I got like a shotgun. Yeah, I got a shotgun. Yeah, I, I got, got a pistol. pistol. I got a hunting <laughs> rifle. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? Dude, this guy's a murderer. And I'm like, <laughs> like, they were just so like shocked. They were shocked because they haven't even touched a gun yet. And, and they're these, like... These 18-year-olds are talking about, yeah, man, I've gone, like, hunting, like, more, <laughs> than, two, animal, bro. more like, than two times. Right? And they're like, like yo, that's for entertainment. That's crazy. Like, so, dude, like, that's the only gun I've That's a culture awesome. shock. That's that's self-awareness yeah. right now. Because, dude, honestly, there's some people in the States that are like, oh, you own guns? <gasps> that's crazy. You go to oh, Europe and be like. deer? <gasps> You know? Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, dude, I'll fucking do it again. I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, so after Amsterdam, oh, went, to went to the Wee the, the Wee oui oui France the, in Paris. In Paris, yeah. We went and on bus. and uh, Bus ride I, sucked. Yeah, it was well, you, you fell asleep. but there was, I actually did it. Dude, I sat, did I sat with this really weird dude. 
I don't remember, but he was like this this huge, huge like 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 black dude. Okay. No nothing wrong with being black. There's nothing wrong with okay. being black guys. But what was weird about it, he was just breathing weird the whole time. Like he'll oh. just be like <laughs> like he had like a rag, he'll just like <laughs> First case no. of coronavirus. <laughs> we we were the ones that spread it around. Okay, and he was just breathing really hard. And we we're like, I thought he was going to die, so yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> he was going to molest you somehow. Yeah, I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> we we're going to wake up not in Paris. Fucking for real. Yeah, and so, um, I I was sitting next to a Vietnamese guy. Oh, he was chill. Yeah, he was chill. His name was Two. Shout out to my boy Two. Um, He was talking to me about his, you know, marriage that was going to happen in two weeks. I hope you're happy, man. Dude. You know, save me some of that rice wine. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, bro. Save me some of that rice wine because I remember him telling me that his dad had some rice wine in like some big ass jar. Like this Uh jar that was like four foot, you know? Yeah. And, And it was like five feet across. Nice. And it was just there. And he said that it was made when he was born. Wow. And it's been aging ever since. And, you know, I, I think in that culture, you open it on your wedding. So that must have been some strong ass shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, he, he was like, he was 32. Yeah. So just imagine having rice wine that's been aged for 32 years. Yeah. All in one night with your family. Dude, that sounds awesome. That's bro. a lit ass story, dog. Yeah, it's a lit ass story. The, the magic of liquor. Yeah, just imagine I am the liquor rander. So yeah, like we arrived in France, and besides the shitty bus ride, we got there pretty fine. Oh, and two helped us out because we didn't know anything. Yeah. We didn't know where to go, and he was like, "Oh, you want to go here, here, like, here, here?" Yeah, he told yeah. us to take like a, like a special train ticket, which like, he actually never really used. Yeah, but he, he helped us. <laughs> he, he helped us. Though. He helped us a lot. He made us feel comfortable. Yeah, definitely shout out. He definitely shout out to my yeah. boy too. One thing I noticed interesting that when we got there, it was six a.m. in the morning, and the streets were dead. Yeah, like in America, at six a.m. people are out having to go to work. Out and about, dog. Out like they started at six. People are running, you know. Yeah, but in Europe, like people it, go to work. They always stress at like eight. The like, real culture shock that we had there was all restaurants have. They don't say open all the time. Yeah, like they, they, they have lunch close yeah dinner dinner is at like what 8 p.m no they they, they open for dinner like at six. Oh, six. but they they but they don't when it's like a bar or something they don't stay open late yeah it honestly bars are amazing yeah. <laughs> i guess one thing that'd be great about europe that they're way more like like relaxed about work and money and stuff like in america you have to work a lot okay yeah. but america but in Europe, it's, it, like, it's like definitely way more relaxing. It's more like work's just like how you get your money and stuff. And then, but you really like live life. Yeah. So that works like, secondary. In America, it's like, work's your life. You don't have a job. You lose kill yourself. <laughs> like, Earn money, you know? Yeah. And so. Um, where did we go? To? We went to the Lou. The, the Lou. I actually recommend. Uh, oh, we went to. What's that castle called again? The. I know what you're talking about. I seriously. Seriously, Versailles. Versailles. Uh, we I went know. to Versailles. It was so hot that day. It was, and I remember I was wearing a jacket, and it was seriously cooler under my jacket than outside, because like my body heat was cooler than outside. Yeah, you know, in in well, like in the Middle East, you know, why yeah, that's, they wear how you, that's all what those, you do. You, you wear like a bunch of you know 
towels or like cloths, like very loose cloths, because your body heat cools you down. Cooler than the weather outside. Yeah. Another thing too is that in Europe. They, they don't have a lot of thing called water. Oh, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Bro, okay. water was a luxury. <laughs> okay. I remember. Oh, my God. Like, like, dude. Okay. Like, in America, like, every building has water fountains. Yeah, water fountains. You know, okay. like, and a water bottle machine. costs, like, like, 60 cents or whatever. Yeah, okay. but in Europe, they like, don't have plastic water bottles. Like, there they are have... little, like, four-ounce glasses that cost, like, three bucks. And it, and takes, like, like, it takes five seconds to chug those shit it, down. It's and you're good still water. thirsty. It's good water, but you're like, fuck, I need to drink water. What I'm so is that, like, at, at, at Versailles, the line's, like, an hour and a half or more. And, and there's was... seriously only one fucking water fountain there. And it was so bad. It was so bad. Okay, and so literally there'll be, like, a line for the water fountain. And be like, oh, holy fuck, dude. Like, so, so oh, yeah. And that's because, like, in there it's cooler. So you don't, you're not sweating a lot. Well, you're still thirsty as fuck. But, but here, water. it was like during a heat wave. And it was like one of the hottest days. And like, plus, we packed ever. for a cold front. We thought it was going to be, like, you know, cooler. chiller in yeah. Europe. But, like, every day was shorts and a t shirt. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> every yeah, day. Every day. Oh, I, I was a dumbass and didn't have shorts. So I just had joggers and long oh, yeah, socks. Yeah, you did. I had shorts though. Yeah. Shorts are pretty American. I did not see like anyone in shorts. Yeah, <laughs> shorts are American. Honestly, yeah, they're pretty American. And so, I do think Versailles is worth going. It's like a whole day sort of thing. Yeah, it is. Okay. It really is. And I recommend getting some historical knowledge beforehand. Yeah. So we go there and know nothing. It'll just feel like you're, you're in a be... you're in a rich dude's home and yeah. see a bunch of paintings. You're gonna be lost. But you know, sure. like all the history there, that's like way more special. And the paintings were. Huge. They really like paintings over they there. They were hu- like they were huge. Like the thing was like in in your home, like you gotta have paintings every single room on the to ceiling, sh- on the wall to show your wealth. You know, yeah, and mostly your face, like yeah, just mostly yeah, like yo, that's oh, yo, me. That's a that's pretty me. good selfie I took. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, two years ago, it like, took five years to complete. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah, and we also went to the. Uh, Eiffel Tower. Oh, of the Eiffel Tower. We didn't go up because Which, I kind of wish you did though. Kind of because I, I would do as you say though is that don't get turned off by the price because that's what we that what we did. We're like, oh, it's nineteen bucks. That's like nothing. And then later we're like, oh, nineteen bucks for dinner. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and so I say I so I, I really wish you went. Everything out. everything costs more. That's for sure. Yeah. Everything costs a lot more. Yeah. Like, I want to say insanely more. Like, right. you can find some stuff for cheap. Even the McDonald's costs more, man. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. And so, definitely everything in France, because it's such a big tourist spot, all the pop places are huge. Yes. So, you're going to, like, a very famous tourist spot. It's not like, you know, take you, like, an hour. It'll take you all day. It's going to take you all day. And then, uh, we took a train under the British Canal. Yeah, to the to, UK. To, to the UK. And we went to, to London. London. And, and I'm not going to lie. They were the most friendliest people. I, yeah, for social-wise, we made the most friends and had the most fun conversations in the UK. Yeah. 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 We we went to this hostel called The Generator. Shout uh-huh. out to The Generator. Great place. It's hostel very affordable. I've ever gone to. Right in the center of London. Very affordable. It has a bar at the lowest level. Yeah. Hostels are seriously way more fun than any hotel Honestly, I ever fucking that's how That's how you meet people. Yeah. That's how like, you meet people. You might have to share a room with some strangers, but it's really cheap and there's a bar. And honestly, if they had more hostels around 
America, the U.S., I would I would go to them. Honestly, more. because that's how you make money nowadays. Yeah. yeah. The young people just meeting each other. Yeah. Just going to a hostel. So, they're really, so, yeah, like, definitely worse fun. Like, we got to talk about the, uh, we went to a concert. That's oh, yeah, was, the Arkells. The Arkells. Yeah, that was. They're a Canadian rock band. They were good. They yeah. Were good. And when we went there, it was like a small venue and stuff. Like, if you're a fan of, like, music and smaller bands, you'll know what it's like. See, these here was the thing. Venues. Everybody was so, like, so friendly that yeah. you know like i i was thirsty as fuck because yeah. there was like yeah, there was no ac it, it was no ac it was very humid. it was, it was the hottest day in europe and uh, in, in uk London. history yeah it was the hottest day it was like 85 degrees <laughs> and <laughs> like, i'm like what and i'm like dude in texas <laughs> this, this is like, like 93 this on is good <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know it was still hot because we were all packed in a tight room and at in the front, they were selling water bottles, and they were so nice. They just gave that, it to us. They were. I remember there were people buying just for like us, you know, yeah. the people in the back, and people were like, "Oh, you're thirsty? Here's a water bottle." And it'd be like a, like a four foot. Like, we were water like, "This bottle. is what I fucking need." <laughs> yeah, and we'd be like chugging that shit, and they wouldn't be stingy. They would be like, "Yeah, man, chug that shit," <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, and it was so. I don't know. In smaller venues. The energy's different. Yeah, dude. Everyone's chill. Because if you go to a big concert, you know, that's like, so You gotta spend like 40 away. bucks and the band's like edge feet. Yeah. Like, dude. And then like, people are like dancing kind of awkwardly. Like, they're so cool. The, the lead singer jumped into the audience, started a fucking conga line. line. Okay. And like, I'm not like a super fanboy, but at that hour, I felt like a Justin Bieber fanboy. I was like, oh my God, he's right there. Oh my God. You know, you know in, hey, and these people. Okay, so the Arkells weren't the only people there. Yeah. There were like there was like a bunch of other singers and these people in the USA would sell out football stadiums. Yeah. Just or, for people like or in the UK. There was one like um Frank Turner. Frank who's Turner? Su- yeah, who's oh, a yeah, super he was a famous he's a super famous singer in the UK. And we were like, yo, because his wife was performing. It's like, yo, Frank Turner might be here. And we're like, who's Frank Turner? And I was like, oh my god, you don't know who Frank Turner is? Who the fuck are you? Like, fucking Yankee. Fuck you know? <laughs> so I didn't like he showed up on stage for like a minute and I was like, holy fucking shit. And he told us that if you wanted to see him that close, the tickets would be like 200 bucks. Yeah. And we saw him that close for like 20. 20 or it was like, it tops $25, honestly. Yeah. And it was amazing because like, just all the, all this talent. And, and at the end, they had like this whole lot jam session with all the, the these, <laughs> these artists. And keep in mind, all these artists, again, Sell out football stadiums yeah. in the U.S. And, Canada. and Canada. Yeah. So, just us being there in that small venue, seeing them all just jamming out, was so awesome. It was seriously like one of the best nights. It was. It was seriously one of the best nights in yeah. Europe. Honestly. And then, like, and then afterwards, like, we, we went made to some the, friends there, and everyone thought it was super cool from Texas. Yeah, because we're, the, we're like again because we're not at a tourist spot. Yeah. Because they were not a tourist spot, so you're like, you know, at St. Paul's Cathedral, like, yeah, I'm from Texas, to be like, oh, cool, like, I met someone from, like, fucking India two minutes ago, like, you know. Yeah, but okay. if you're like... But, but at this concert, it's mostly local, it's so like, you're from fucking Texas, Texas? bro? Tell you us about you shooting a deer, man! <laughs> yeah, dude. Tell us so about after, it turns out a lot of them were staying at the, uh... The, uh, the, they were all from different parts of uh, the UK. Yeah. And then in our room, where there's the Australians staying, staying with us. Yeah. So um, we all came down, we got fucking... 
oyster. Yeah, <laughs> because here's the cool thing: they would buy us drinks. Yeah, without us asking, they would yeah. be like, oh, and they'd be like, free drinks in London? Like this never happens. <laughs> no, because I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was short on cash in London. Yeah, because after London, I got like a, a you know little uh, care package from my parents, but yeah. I was short on cash and fucking pounds, man. Yeah, there's so much money. Yeah, there's like I think definitely UK is very actually expensive. pretty expensive yes, because of like the currency exchange. But like the, a drink was like eleven bucks, dog. Yeah, the, these people I remember they were shout out to Joe, Chris, and what's yeah. his name again? Connor. He's yeah. from, he was from New Zealand, and um, we were all talking and drinking, and there was this. One guy from Finland and oh yeah, see, he, he, here's a, here's a, here's, story. A, here's a lesson that they give us in in Aus, in in Australia. You call your mates cunts and your cunts mates. Yes. So if somebody calls you mate in Australia, it's they good. don't like you. Or, or or they're saying cunt in a bad way. They'll say shit cunt. Shit cunt. Yeah. yeah, I remember after that you thought they were so cool that you started doing like a shitty Australian impression. I, okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, wait, wait. I have, I don't know if it's a condition, but I couldn't, like, for the love of God, I couldn't talk regularly <laughs> for the rest of the trip. For the rest of the trip, I was. Talking. And you don't look Australian, like I don't at all. I, I don't, I don't know what I was saying, dog. I was always, like, every night we were drunk, and every night we were, you know, hanging out with the locals, so I would pick up their accents, and every night they would be like, are you mocking me? And I would be like, no. I just, <laughs> I just a piece of American shit that makes you cool, okay? I just, I'm just really drunk, and I can't stop. I'm sorry. You're going to have to deal with it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they're definitely, like, like, really shock culture princess. Like, even, like, like, in Australia, I think if there's one other country... Where you should own a gun, it's Australia. Honestly, because okay? everything's trying to kill you in Australia. Yeah, there's all these crazy animals, because and, it's and so... a lot of people own land there. Yeah, yeah. So, but so no one owns get off my property. You know? Yeah, but but you can't, like, you can't have a gun, but not nowhere close to like how America works. Yeah. Okay. So we were saying how guns, they were shocked. I'm like, you're living fucking Australia. Shut the fuck okay, up, dude. Dog. It's like I have a gun, and like I live in the fucking suburbs. Like you might see a deer, but you don't shoot it here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you you're gonna see a dealer yeah. there and you just shoot. Other thing we're shocked by that they said like uh like in our school we had security cameras and they thought that was crazy because like there's no sort of cameras at their school yeah. and like there was definitely a lot like there's a lot more freedom at school over there like in public school here they definitely watch everyone stay in line do anything offer crazy call any sort of commotion you'll get like yeah. stomped on yeah. okay but here it's like like oh yeah you know like. School's like, you know, like four hours a day, and then afterwards you just go over this hill right next to school and get high. Just get high. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if I had to live anywhere else, I'd probably live in Mexico or Australia yeah, to grow dude. up, honestly. Yeah. And so that was definitely a big culture shock. And, and was, yeah, like, oh, also shout out to like the other UK people because they actually commented on our post. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we'll totally tune in. Yeah. So you guys did listen. That's awesome. That's we awesome. We still remember you. Yeah. Great. You guys were. Really big part of our Europe trip. Thank you. Yeah. And so that was definitely probably the most fun night I had. And you got to drink and buy. That was great. That was great. And the day after we got wasted, we had to go to France. Yeah, we were like, first of all, I don't know, like, we had like a train like 8 a.m. that morning. So we were like, so we drank. It was like like 2 a.m. in the morning. I was like, 
Shit, I'm still drunk. <laughs> so, no, like we, we woke were, up that morning, we still were kind of out of it. So yeah, like, so we were like, "Oh shit, we have to get to the train station." And when we got there, we barely made it. We barely, made, dude. I think did you get like a nosebleed on like? Yeah, I got a nosebleed on the train, and people were like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is wrong with that guy?" It was so bad. Like the like and the water wasn't working the sink, right? So it was just blood. It was just sink. blood everywhere. I remember okay. like you couldn't clean it. I remember getting on the train and uh right before the train ride, I got a nosebleed. Yeah. And we were in this Uber driver and yeah, was Uber like, was being kind of a dick, so I was, when I started bleeding from a nose, he was like, Oh, here you go, man. Here He was more like, Oh fuck, took it in my car. Like he was more like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um And it bleed bleeded hard, dude. Yeah, like I, I bled a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I just stopped it when I sat down. People were like looking at me like, dude, is he like running for the law or something? Like, like, like what did you do? Scared? You're like <laughs> I'm just like Looking like and feral, like, you know? We were checking why, because, like, one reason you can nosebleed is, like, a sudden drop in sodium so, from like, salt. Because there's a lot of... In, in America, you put... You a, put salt on everything. On everything. Fries, your in, burgers. In Europe, uh, Europe, everything has a taste to it. Yeah, already. they put they don't put too much salt. So, literally, you got a nosebleed because you started eating healthy. <laughs> <laughs> started eating healthier, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we lost weight, bro. Yeah, we <laughs> did. We... Honestly, that was the only trip I've lost weight on because I was walking so we much. Walked a lot. Oh, we had this heavy ass backpack on our backs all the time. Yeah. Because we were backpacking around. So yeah. we were it was damn, it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. So like Yeah, that was you I if there was one change I would make, I was sure you can on only for to two days and we were like, dude, there's so much more, bro. Yeah, man. It so was, I will go again definitely. I would love I really want to go again. I will definitely go again. And so from there, I went back to France before, maybe for like one day. And that time we went to the Louvre. No, no. not the Louvre. We went to, no, no. Auvergne. Auvergne, yes. Yes. Okay. So Auvergne, if you guys don't know, is a, a town, a small town. And it's famous for, you know, we we really respect this artist called Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. You've definitely and probably heard of him. You, you've, you've definitely heard about him. And, um, you know, he killed himself or he was murdered you know no we don't know yet we, we we'll never know i guess and um he was that was the he, last town he, he was, was the last in, time he was in like the last couple that, of months that's, that's where, where he, he was buried yeah he's buried yeah. there yeah okay. and you know everything honestly that's just an aesthetic ass town like there was yeah. moss it's, everywhere it's locked it's in time like it's, it's seriously like looks exact same as it was like when the cobblestone in the streets food like, is incredible oh yes, yes. okay the people were very nice very nice and, and it was um, super cool and calm however however so when we went to the grave <laughs> grave site you know um we put away our cameras you know being respectful because we're actually fans of this yeah we, we we had a we had like, a moment of silence like i love movies about them like Loving Vincent, incredible movie. Yes, like, yes. I have a post and everything. I read books about him. Yeah, I yeah. know this guy. He was, he was like his incredible life, incredible, incredible story, incredible story. So emotional. So we had like a moment of science. Then and, and then, so <laughs> so we were like chilling out there. We were paying our respect. You know, all our electronics were away. And then this fucking group of Asian tourists come <laughs> up, and they're like, they're like, I'm like, oh my god, no. But I was like, secretly hoping. Maybe our cultures will collide and yeah. we will be one in this special, you know, moment of just silence. Everybody will put everything away and we'll be paying our respect to this wonderful artist. But no, they're all like, no, 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 they put away their cameras for a second 
and then they start taking selfies. Yeah, and, and some of them are like nine. Yeah, okay? so, and they, they don't like, know shit about this guy. They were standing on the grave. Come on, guys. Yeah, they were standing. They were taking selfies. They were laying next to the grave. Yeah, and they they didn't even speak. You know, like yeah. English. Like, it was just like, <laughs> if I got to be real, dude. Okay, people give American tourists crap. Asian tourists are work. Fucking suck. Because now, like, they just go got in money. A, in, a, in, a, in a herd like mosquitoes. And yeah. they're always... They, they, they seriously were, like, flies there. Because it was chill. But there was, like, eight different tour groups. And you can tell that they really have no idea why the fuck they're here. They literally just Google like, tour guides, tours, and stuff. And just did it and spent the money and have no idea. And just take photos and stuff. And they have no idea about, like, the actual culture or anything. They're just like, oh, like, Americans do it. That's cool. Like... Fucking... Literally, like, the Asian race lost, like, two respect points. Yeah. And I have Asian siblings. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Jared has... I have an adopted sister from China, and we've had two exchange students stay with us. I from also, Hong Kong. From Hong Kong. I also consider siblings of mine. They're very close. And my family, we do really like Asian culture. Like, um, we have, like, paintings and... Memorabilia. Memorabilia. From, from China. From, from China. From actual this China. Is, this is real shit. And I'm, like... And I'm trying to learn Mandarin, and it's really hard. And I still suck, but I want to really want to learn an Asian language or Mandarin one day. Yeah, yeah. But 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 Asian tourists still suck. Come on, suck man. it. Just just please. Okay. Show some fucking respect. Yeah. So that was yeah. That was the only thing that happened. And that uh, was France. Yeah, that was France. And then, and then our last we, stop we went to was Germany. 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 We went to Berlin. And Wait, we, we gotta were... talk about the train first. Oh yeah, I'll start. Okay, so I uh, on the train watch. Oh yeah, you, I watched. We were, dude, the whole entire time we were in Europe, we were watching how bad the Nazis were. <laughs> I watched. I watched Schindler's List. We, we were looking forward to going to Germany. Okay, I watched guys? Schindler's List on the train to Germany. It was so bad. There, there was like this old dude. See like the, the aisle next to us, and he kind of like looks at what I'm watching. He was, he was and like, like, looks at me, and like a face of like such disappointment. He was like, "Wow, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, <dog. laughs> I'm like, what, what are you gonna do, man? Are you gonna defend them? Of course you're not." And then he's like, he goes up to be taps, so and I'm showing. Sure he's like. Task me like like hell hell hell. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, fuck. He was like, oh, just uh, kidding. Just, like he was like, he didn't even talk us. English. You know, yeah. me and uh, you know, Jared went to sleep. You know, a couple um, an hour later. Yeah. So I moved to the outside, and me and him had a full on conversation through Google Translate. Through Google Translate. Yeah. See, seriously, <laughs> we like. I know. I know. Okay. So you know what he told me? He told me that he had uh, a girl. Oh, he had, he had his wife with him, and they they just got back from Perry because it was their, like, 40th anniversary, uh-huh. and he had a daughter and a grandchild, and he was a trucker, and he loves dogs, and he said that uh, all Americans are really cool, and he really wants to shoot a gun one day. That's all I know about him. And he was the sweetest old man ever. Yeah. I, I loved him. And he also said, like, he worked in a factory. Yeah. And, and he was really proud about that. Yeah. And he, in in Germany, they're hard workers. Yeah. In Germany, like, in America, you say you work in that factory, you're like, fucking, yeah. that's, you're poor. Like yeah. that. But in Germany, working in a factory and a good one is a big sign of pride. Yeah. And the best manufacturers in the world are German manufacturers. And, and, and they take that to heart. And cars, dog. They, like, they they're if good. you want, like, the best manufactured product, you get it from Germany. You outsource, man. Okay. Outsourcing is amazing. So, but of course, it costs more. Yeah. So, we got, so, like, China's, like, the cheap shit, but Germany's, like, 
the real quality, you know? Real, real shit. So, um, after we got off the train... We went to... We, at this point, we were actually we were seriously tired. Yeah, because so, Germany... Okay, so here's what's been happening the entire trip. We were staying up late, getting drunk or high. Yeah. And then waking up early because we wanted to do so much shit. Or we had like, a train or something. so much coffee through that entire and trip. Dude, we said Ubers were nap machines. We were so tired that if our Uber was like 10 minutes... We would nap we'll be, in the Uber. We would nap. It was like micro-sleep. Yeah. Because I would be like... Oh shit, we're here. Come and on. And Chris because it was hot. Because in Europe, they don't have AC. No, yeah, everywhere. because. Yeah, okay, because it used to be cool. Yeah. But, so you have heaters. But so you since don't really we were need there, AC. we were. Since, since at that, that time, was like the whole was country heat was wave. heat wave. Okay, it was, it was blazing hot. So like literally, you, it would felt hot everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were tired and. But cars had AC. Yeah, so. So when it was cool for once, you were, we were like, relaxed and like, oh! You <laughs> just, just passed out right <laughs> then and there. I know. And I remember. So, uh, like, the first got, day in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, when we finally got our room, we were just. Oh, we first fell asleep. We just slept so the whole day for hard, real. man. Because, like, uh, we just didn't do anything. Did we go to that? Did we we did sleep all crawl? day, and then that was first thing we did the pub crawl. Oh yeah, yeah. So we slept. We had our ho- own hotel room. We didn't. Yeah, we, we, we splooged on a hotel room, dog. Yeah. We didn't want to get some cheap ass hotel. Cost much. It had a kitchen and everything. It yeah, didn't cost it, it that was much. great. And it had air conditioning. And it had two beds. And it had chargers. And we were like, oh, this is fucking heavy. It was still hot. <laughs> it, it was still hot, but it had like it had an air conditioning, so it was like. I don't think, it was, I think it was still hot. It was still kind of. It was good. Right. It was better than all the hostels. One, one interesting thing about Berlin is that, you know, the whole thing about East and West? Yes. It's seriously like different worlds on yes, like both is. sides. We were slipping on Still. the East side, right? Yeah. And so the East side, like an East side, all of, it's seriously like Soviet, like yeah. town. Because all the buildings look the same, no really plan behind them, yeah. right? But then okay. when we went to the and West then, side? like And the West side, everybody's West artistic side. and beautiful. It was amazing. And more cultured. And yeah. then the East side's just like, oh, like... Apartments everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. the apartments were like, like the, the, the hostel and hotel room we stayed in was so obvious. He's like, used to be like a Soviet, like torture room. It was like a Soviet built, like apartment complex. The elevator was so tiny and, and shitty. Oh my God. I thought we were going to die on that elevator because <laughs> okay. it was like going so slow. It was like, <clears throat> the entire like, place wasn't decorated like at it was all. Bad. It was okay. Like, all just painted white, pasty yeah, white, was, you know? We, the only use for that uh, hotel was just sleeping. Cause yeah. Because I was so tired from just moving around so much. The first restaurant we went to was this, like, really good uh, German place. Yeah. And the beers there. Yeah. Like, the pint beers. They got pint glasses. They were, they were like, they were seriously <laughs> bigger than a toddler's head. And if you didn't drink them... Like, they give you, like, looks. Yeah. You know? Like, you had to drink in Germany. Yeah, that's, that's definitely one Germany is, like... Germans beer. Germany's beer. Yeah. That's their thing. We had this... I had a, a wheat beer. I don't remember what it was. But it was so rich with flavor. And I remember drinking the whole thing. And I was like, shit, I'm already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, we were Because, like... We, were like, cause like, cause we, like literally, we ordered an alcohol drink every single place. Because yeah. drinking was 18. So, yeah. like, we can only get this chance, like... This one time for like next like three years. So well, I, I go to Mexico every year. So yeah. So every restaurant we you got like a, a you got beer. You got to get a beer wine, or a wine or, vodka or a shot. Okay. You know, anything. And, Anywhere. Um, 
I remember I was I was drunk after that one pint. I was like, I should get another one. And you were like, Yo, man, chill out. This is like it was five p.m., guys. I was drunk <laughs> at five p.m. It's kind of sad. So yeah. So, um, I remember we went to this pub crawl and. Uh, there was so many people, so much people there. There yeah, was, we, we there met, was these two. We really met from UK, the UK, Austria, Austria again. Canada. Yeah, uh, Houston. Uh, some guy from Houston was there, but we didn't talk to him because you know. <laughs> hey, and, I already know you. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you another time. You know. Yeah. And um, we were just uh, what what a pub crawl is is you go with a group. Go on a tour. It's basically a tour. And you, you go to one place for like a half an hour, and then you go, and then you get sh- uh, you oh you go to pubs, and after every pub you get like two shots, and two shots, and it was two free shots. It was crazy because and at every at every pub you meet new people, and the people that you were with you would get closer with. Yeah, and there was these really cool guys, Joe and Jay, and. I loved them. Yes. They were, they're, they're, bro, they came like real friends. They hanged they, out with us like the next day, bro. Yeah, they were like the sesh. That's that's what they called smoking weed, the sesh. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have the sesh sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, they, and then they sang a song about you. They, they sung a song about me. It was, I'll, I'll tell you guys later, but um, it was, I loved them. They were awesome. And, uh, you know, during the whole, you know, pub crawl, uh, there was this one, you know, pub that sold only absinthe. Dude, absinthe? Holy okay. shit. I got so fucked up on that. Dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, like, when I had it, I didn't feel as much because I think I was just really drunk already, you know? But when we had it, we tried it again way later at home and... Absence, this doesn't make you hallucinate or whatever. I don't think it's really true. Honestly, the only time I, it makes you feel high. It the, just feels like getting high off. The, the only time I got hallucinated on absent was in Europe. Because, okay, there was percentages to the drinks. There was like you know, 20, 50, and then 99%. That was, it was called suicide. And it was just pure white <laughs> like, absent. Like, literally, like, if you touch, like, your tongue on it, it's like... <laughs> you know it's like it's it, it tastes like licorice but it's you just gotta drink it um what how you prepare absinthe is you put absinthe oh no no you put water in a cup and uh-huh. it depends on how watered down you want it and then no no no, no wait oh wait, okay you get it you get an empty cup you get this special spoon that's only made for absinthe and yeah. you put a sugar cube on it and you melt and the then sugar you cube. put you put you pour absinthe, absinthe over, over sugar over cube. It. And, and then flammable. you light it on fire. You light the So it will uh, melt and go into the absinthe. And then you put water on it. Yeah. But on the suicide drink, there was literally like a drop of water on it. I know. <laughs> you know? And I remember drinking it. It tastes like a licorice flavor. Honestly, honestly, it doesn't taste good. It does not taste good. <laughs> but it gives you like a really good buzz. So yeah. I remember. I think the effect of my like drunkenness. Like I was, I felt drunk like I've never been before. Yeah. That was, that was, I got the most fucked that up. That was like top that, 10 that you know, night. nights of getting drunk. Yeah. And um, I remember seeing demons everywhere, but I knew they were fake. Uh-huh. Because absent, so I was like trying to stay chill. But afterwards, we uh, after that pub, we went on this train and we went to this techno club because everything in Germany they're like this clubbing. They're like it's party they're city. Ten, ten years, you know, before us, they're like they need to catch up, you know. So techno is still big over there. <laughs> so 
because <laughs> the techno club sucked, dude. Like, the techno like, sucked, but I was seeing demons like a motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! I know you guys are fake, but please chill out, dog. You know, I know. Like, and so like we're at this point, and so like one mistake we did make is that when we were talking to Germany, it was like a Monday. Yeah. So it wasn't like so like all the, the clubs, all weren't... the big clubs were closed. Yeah. And so we're the next year we to find one. Oh yeah, we went after was, after the cool. pub crawl. Yeah, we went to a, a club. It was like this really and nice, the next day. Yeah, and oh, yeah, so we I went to a, the club and it was pretty cool. Like the we did, also we forgot to mention we did go to a club in the UK. I thought that was cooler. Yeah, the, the club, club in the UK was awesome. I, clubs though, I feel like they're like a one certain try thing. Like I can't see why you could enjoy going to one every week, which is what people do. Cause I make out with a girl in the club, so I can't I. do that every week. I yeah, so so did I. And like, uh, I think about clubs is that the liquor shit, the music's really loud. Is it's you can't random really talk? You hear talk because when I go to parties, some of you like the court, you get the drunk and they just dance. Yeah, I like to talk and socialize when yeah, I party. I like to get so when I go to like a club, you can't do any sort of real socializing at all. Yeah, because it's loud and you can't hear. Sh- you have to say everything like, "I'm like, what? What did you say? I said nice to meet you, like, yeah. like that." And so, I thought everyone should experience it because it's an experience. Oh, Cameron, uh, Cam was there. Yeah, my, yeah. one of my coworkers. Oh, well, one of your coworkers was, was in the in, UK at the same time, and we were just like, "Yo, it was fucking. Let's fucking up. go out, dog." <laughs> that yeah. was that was fun. That was fun, and. The friends Joe and Jay, uh, we met up afterwards. We went to a comedy club together. Yeah, I was good, and we went drinking. We discovered together. gin and tonics, bro. Yeah, gin and tonics. For I like, still have a gin and tonic every other day. It was okay because of the because of London. Yeah, it was awesome. They're so so good. And uh, you know, afterwards, you know, in Germany, we were just so tired. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we, we had a, we had a the... flight from. We did also oh. went to like the Holocaust Museum. Oh, that was super sad. That was sober. Like that really brought me back. Down okay, to Earth. super sad. You know, that's the museums in in Germany are pretty cool. You know, Very there was a, like there was this room. I remember we went to this a museum. It was a Holocaust Museum, and there was this big room just full of metal, unhappy faces, metal faces on on the ground, and you could step over them, but you had to be careful. And each face represented a child that was killed. I think each face was supposed to represent 10,000 people, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was just a single person. No. Because there was a lot of faces. Yeah. So there was like, there was like probably like 2,000 faces in there, but each face represented 10,000 people, you know? It was sobering. I'll say that much. Definitely pretty fucking sad. Yeah. It was pretty sad. Yeah. And then we got drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And then we got drunk. And then we got drunk. But um, we had a, you know, flight to Amsterdam. The next day, because you know we had to go home. Yeah, and uh, and the the fight from was weird. Oh, okay. So probably the, my favorite story to tell, okay, is like we were like back in Amsterdam, you know, yeah. to fly home, and we and went, so we, we like, had a layover for like ten hours, I guess. Yeah, and so like, dude, we got got one last ride, you know. So we were like, so we, so. Before our flight, we got like a bunch of edibles. We got uh, they're called uh, space moon cake. cakes, moon cakes, moon cakes. Okay. Uh, and they were like a chocolate muffin. Yeah. And I remember I got five, you got four. Yeah. Or no, I got four and you got five. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, we were staying at the, the airport, you know, just chilling out. And so we were like, you know, let's just take one. You know? Yeah, let's take one right now. It's, and they it's were, not going to affect us anymore. They were like the most They powerful. were the most <laughs> potent shit I've ever had. I was like... God, I, was like, hey, dude, okay. I got lost in the airport. I was like, I'm, I'm never getting home. The Amsterdam <laughs> airport's nice, by the way. Yeah, the Amsterdam okay. airport is and nice. And like, and what I did, like, you know those massage chairs they have at airports? Holy the shit. ones in that airport, they were built for high people. Because yeah. this one, it leads you back. Yeah. Okay. And then they have a TV screen that showed you rainbows and waterfalls and so shit. So you were like, and started blasting, and like blasting, like relaxing music, and you were like, whoa. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Okay, so, <laughs> so so that was just like before the flight, and so we were we stayed there all night because I don't fucking know why we didn't yeah. want to pay for a hotel. Yeah, and then uh, and then before uh, when it was our time, we went to security, and before security, we went to the restroom and we ate the remaining edibles. Yeah, and I was so nervous because what if it hit us? while we were in security because the lines were long yeah it was so i was so nervous so uptight i was like i can't slip into this you know in this storm of just unconsciousness yeah so i remember we, we made it through security uh safe and as soon as we sat down on the benches by the gate we had no idea okay, where that? we were. <laughs> my dad was there for a brief moment because he had like a transfer fight just to check on us. So he was there. And so literally right when he approached us to say, how we was your trip? We it hit us. God. I remember like we were talking, we were trying to act sober. And the second he looked away, we were like, we were like oh, bro. Like looked at each other all crazy. Yeah. And this is crazy, dog. And then we went on flight. And it felt like... Oh, by the way, there's, like, these white people, like, Americans. Oh, yeah. That, they like, were like saw, they could tell we were high. And they didn't they say... They were, like, disappointing. They, yeah. They just small talk with us. And we just did some really dumb, funny high <laughs> shit. <laughs> they were just... I always said... They were, like... Then when I got on a plane, I finally sat down. I fell asleep like that. Yeah. It, I was so... I think I slept for the entire flight. Me, too. I okay. had my beats on, and I didn't care, man. I was yeah. asleep. And then, uh... Then when we went to got, got to I, I remember Texas. when we were on the plane, another thing I said was like, dude, I, I already feel like we're in the air and we haven't taken off. <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah. I was like, like when we sat down, I was like, dude, I know we're on an airplane, but have we taken off yet? Like, no, we haven't, bro. But I feel like we're flying. <laughs> yeah, we were so gone. Yeah, and and, um, and then um and then when we finally got back. Oh, land in New York, but then we got struck with like a million delays. Oh we were stuck God, at LaGuardia so Airport. Bad. Okay. For like okay. a whole last day. You, you like New Yorkers out there. You know LaGuardia is the shittiest airport. It is. Like it really ever. Is. And we were stuck there basically all night. Yeah. And, and like I think it took finally, us like a whole extra day. Yeah. To get, and then to, when we finally got the ride to, you know, the flight to Houston, that's when I was like, yeah, and we was, landed home, and then and, and I, I, went, I remember like when we landed, if I got off, he said something really dumb, like interesting thought about like cars or whatever. And I said to you was, I look forward to like not talking Dude, to you. Dude, we didn't for, talk like, to each week. other for like two weeks. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we, were, we were like getting a little annoyed at each other. Yeah, we were, we were like, like, we're like, fuck okay. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, when when I got home, I just 
plopped on my bed and I didn't move from there for like two couple days, of days five, five days I was, I was like, just done I don't know did you do I, I had like two days of rest but I went back to work yeah <laughs> I didn't work yeah I, I didn't have a job back then. no you worked at Kroger Wait. oh yeah I did but they gave me extra days because I told them that I wasn't back until like much later <laughs> yeah. I, I I got like a three day break too but like but you weren't working Kroger that much I got like seven days off <laughs> damn so I was I had a lot of time to recharge yeah so well um thanks guys yeah, for like uh, you like, know we tuning in whole story and yeah that was a little, little extra time than last yeah. time but i think we did awesome i really got, I hope you guys liked it yeah this was um, recorded on april 16th oh thank you for listening so happy 16th uh, probably, day you know this will probably come out you know next next monday um thank probably you guys for monday. Maybe listening sooner. again listening to the whole thing honestly yeah I, mean, I didn't know what it was gonna end but you know um Share, you know, listen. You guys have a good day. Good day.